Hello everyone, this is Rev Brad on the Soccer Chaplains United podcast from the Touchline. Today's podcast is part of our Lesson from Lasso series, so if you're short on time, when you hear that Ted Lasso theme song, you can skip ahead a minute and get right into the pod. Apple TV's Ted Lasso show has been very popular, and a lot of what we see on the screen gives a glimpse of life at a football club. Being around a professional team for some 25 years, I thought I would offer a chaplain's perspective on some of what we see in each episode. There are some great lessons to be learned, whether you're a person of faith or not. You might be an athlete, a coach, or simply a fan of the beautiful game. I think you're going to find a lot of clever and creative wisdom in this series. Thanks for joining us today. Here we go with another lesson from Ted Lasso. He's found the space, and he's found the back of the net. Just a little off foot, thinking he's going to go far post. Not strong enough with his right hand. Whips that one in. Far post, almost made him in, and they have. He has the hat trick. The second in his career. The third of the night. The hat trick hero. Talked about you're not going to be able to sustain that kind of pressure. To the corner. Goes towards the near post. And you're the angle. And what a goal. What a goal. Lesson 54. We're in episode 8. And we watched Danny Rojas in for a sponsorship coaching session with Keeley. Danny tells her that the product he'd like to get into business with is joy. Keely's confused. She tells Danny that she can't get him paid for something like that. Danny replies, I'd like to give away joy for free. In the Bible, depending on your translation, there is an overwhelming number of verses and scriptures which speak about joy. Joy and synonymous words like rejoice and joyful occur hundreds of times compared to a similar word like happy or happiness. You see, joy is different than happiness. It's not conditioned by circumstances. It has a more enduring, eternal quality to it. Joy also is something that cannot be possessed. British writer C.S. Lewis has written this, All joy reminds. It is never a possession, always a desire for something longer ago or further away or still about to be. What Lewis is saying is that joy, while felt and experienced as an emotion, has an innate purpose and design in that it points us to something which is deeper, higher, outer. Joy points us to something greater than the moment and experience to something that's transcendent, something outside of ourselves. The night before Jesus faces the cross, he is speaking with his best friends, his disciples. He exhorts them to remain connected to him. Jesus knows what is coming, but he reminds his friends that by remaining connected, they will experience his love. And that love will result in a joy inside of them, not just a mere happiness, but an enveloping sense of joy, which will allow them to face the hardship and the darkness and to endure much of what is to come with a sense of joy that differentiates them, each of them, from the world around them. For certain, I think anyone would agree in Ted Lasso, the character, the person of Danny Rojas is very different from his teammates. You can see it on his face. You can hear it in his voice. You can see it in the way that he treats others and that way that very simple parts of the game of football bring him happiness and joy. But we know that Rojas's joy is deeper than just football. And he wants to give it away. He wants to share it with others. You know, not all can play football. Not everyone can be that professional elite athlete or play in the Premier League. 
but we can all experience joy. We can all have the joy of Jesus inside of us. And no matter what we face in this life, it makes a massive difference. Throughout the Bible, there are plenty of references to people who experience joy in daily life, whether it's because of one's family or friends, or joy in the simplicity of food and drink, joy in the harvest or the culmination of work or in the receiving of good news. But more often than those things, joy in its usage in Scripture occurs in the moments when God is worshipped and celebrated for who He is and for what He does. This joy is experienced not only as an individual, but also in a corporate or communal sense. You see, joy, and, and maybe the fullest expression of joy, is found when someone is present with God and surrounded with others or by others. I think it's also important to realize that joy is an attribute that God experiences and feels. And I think this can help us to realize something uh, more fully about the Imago Dei, the way that we're created in God's image. The fact that God takes joy and delight in his creation and in his works, you can read about that in the Psalms, the way that he rejoices over us, his people. In Zephaniah 3.17, it talks about him singing, rejoicing over us. All these things clue us into this aspect of joy that points us towards things more deeper and more transcendent. My friends, joy is integral to our existence. The first question in the Westminster Catechisms gets at it with this question. What is the chief and highest end of man? The answer, it is to glorify God and to fully enjoy Him forever. When God is chief and central in our lives, then joy and all that God has given us to point us back to Him, whether it's football or the mountains or a beach or a sunset or relationships or purposeful, meaningful work, all the places where one experiences joy, those things begin to make sense and it becomes a business that we all ought to get into. Well, thanks for listening to this lesson from Ted Lasso. This is Reb Brad coming to you from the touchline.